our pastor to bring forth the word. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We thank you for the worship today, Lord God. We thank you for the presence that we have felt in this place today. Hallelujah, Jesus. We welcome you today to our service. May the Lord richly bless you. Welcome you uh, online. May the Lord richly bless you. If you'd stand with me for the reading of the Word of God, I'd like to take my text out of Job 28, 1 through 3, and Ephesians 4, 11 through 13. I pray that this past week has been a blessing to you and you haven't uh, had any major setbacks that God has been good to you. Pray that your health is well. We've been praying for God to protect you from COVID and everything else that's going on in this world. I don't know if I ask you, but please stand for the reading of the Word of God. In Job 28, 1 through 3, the Bible says, Surely there is a vein for the silver and a place for gold where they find it. Iron is taken out of the earth, and brass is molten out of the stones. He setteth an end to darkness, and searcheth out all perfection, the stones of, the dark, of darkness and the shadow of death. Ephesians 4, 11 through 13 says, And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the, of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. I'd like to talk to you today, if I may, on the perfection process. Amen. I believe one of the greatest revelations a saint of God can receive is the knowledge at, that once we come into the truth that, our, that we begin to be perfected in our walk. Our text says that God has given us pastors, preachers, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. What is the perfecting? It is growing in God. Excuse me, I did not set my timer, so if you give me one second, I want to set my timer. So what is perfecting? It is growing in God. It is growing in the knowledge of His Word. It is growing in the faith. It is understanding our purpose, our power, and our promise in the Word of God and through Jesus Christ. The perfecting of the saints is God working on us and through us and with us. Amen. In other words, living for God is a continual process and a learning uh, that we will continue to do day in and day out. We will always be learning. We will always be uh, growing in the kingdom of God, growing in the word of God, growing in the spirit of God. It, it will continue. It's a continual uh, growth. And when you stop growing, then something bad is about to happen. Uh, you must always learn to follow after the will of God, follow after the presence of God. In other words, living for God is a continual process. You're going to have to get up every morning with a made-up mind that I'm going to serve the Lord today. As for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. As long as we are serving God, we are in the perfecting process. 
Hear me again. As long as you serve the Lord, you are going to be in the perfecting process. And, and that's why Jesus spent three and a half years of his earthly ministry alongside of his disciples teaching them to help bring them into the understanding of his kingdom. Again, I, I want you to understand there is going to continually be a process, a growing process, a perfecting process that God will, will, will bring us through, that God's going to uh, grow us into. And even as great as Jesus was, there were still times the disciples missed the mark. So there's going to be times that you and I miss the mark, but he's trying to perfect us. They missed it. Every Thing Jesus did with them was about perfecting them it's not any different than today there's you cannot miss it do not miss what God's doing in your life hear me when I say God is trying to perfect us to be children of God saints of God that we might be witnesses in the kingdom of God that we may be able to be witnesses in this world to others it's no different from our time is no different from their time We've exchanged camels for Corollas, sandals for Skechers, but the mission of God has not changed. God still wants you and I doing His work. God still wants to perfect us to do His will. God still wants to use us for healing. God still wants, us to, use, still wants to use us for Bible studies. God still wants to use us for witnessing. God still wants to use us for praying. God still wants to use us for walking. Uh, and praying and fasting and seeking the face of God. He still wants to use us to reach souls. Amen. It's important that we understand that God is doing a work in our lives as long as we are serving Him. You see, the CIA has a slogan for its operators in the field. Everything is a test. One operator wrote, We don't know if our mission at times are valid or in vain. But we carry them out because everything is a test. It's all about perfection. I want to get better in my walk with God. I want to be more faithful in my walk with God. I want to be more uh, 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 a greater prayer warrior in, in my walk with God. I want to be faithful at fasting. I want to be faithful at reading the Word of God. I want to be faithful at witnessing. I want to be faithful at trying to be a witness to somebody. It's important. Unfortunately, the way that... The way, uh, the way to test whether uh, or not something can stand and survive is to test it under extreme circumstances. My camper is tested in minus 32 degrees in a, in a, uh, in a, um, a booth. They, they bring it down to 30, minus 32 degrees. They put a larger heater, and that's the only reason it can stand below 32 degrees. And if, you, if you're a camper and you do any looking for camping or you're shopping for campers, you need to understand that it, if it says it's four seasons, it's not always four seasons. Because if they do not put the right size heater in there, that camper will be cold. So our tests will be under extreme circumstances. Before any car ever crosses a newly built bridge, that bridge is tested to its max. Before any 747 takes its first passenger, that plane is put through the most rigorous flight tests and pressures. Before 
any car is sold on a lot with a five-star rating, uh, safety rating, they slam it into a wall. They don't test things under perfect conditions and say, okay, it will make it. They test things under the worst conditions to make sure that the product, the structure, the object can stand up to the most difficult of all situations. That's why you as a child of God go through some very difficult situations. God understands that if you and I had it just hunky-dory and very easy and soft and lay back in a fluffy bed, that we would never be able to stand in the days of testing and trying. Funny, you know, if you go back in my, test, uh, in my teaching on the nine tests that every child of God or every Christian will face, there's, you're going to be tested. You're going to be tried because nothing that lasts has just been made and put together. It's got to be worked with. It's got to be molded, made, tested. It's ran into walls. It, rockets that were shot up into, at NASA, many times they failed until they got the right, and they never put a human in it until they knew it could get out into the outer space. They will test everything under the worst conditions. The greatest test of our joy is going to come in the greatest loss of our life be it a family member, be it a loved one, be it a husband, be it a wife, be it a child. The greatest test of our faith is going to come in the darkest hour of our life. The greatest test of our trust in God is going to come in the greatest trial of our life. Job made a connection and recognized that in the midst of his hardship and pain that he could equate his experience to the most precious stones which are formed and shaped from under the dirt. Job went through some real hardship and pain during his life. He made some heart headway towards solving the riddle of his life. Namely, the affliction is, in, is to him as the refining fire is to the gold. Many of us dis despise testing. We despise the fire. We despise the trials. But the trials and the tests are what perfect me to be consistent and stay steadfast in the Word of God, to stay true to God and who He is, to stay focused despite someone's uh, uh, rhetoric and, and their hatred and their ways. I still must stay the course to walk with Christ Jesus. Job begin to compare his affliction to hitting rock bottom. Recall with me the events that transpired on the fifth day of August of 2010 in a cave. Uh, it, it was a cave, and it occurred in San Jose. Cop it was a copper mine in the at, uh, Atacama Desert near Capio, Chile. The accident left 33 men trapped 2,300 feet below ground. The world was transfixed on those 33 miners that survived the 69 days underground. I'm not sure about you, but I could not imagine being in that type of condition and surviving for 69 days. Could you imagine your condition in life making you feel as though you are beneath the earth? There are times that God must bring us down before he can bring us back up. 
When I consider the saints of old, God had to take them low before he could bring them high. I thank God that he gave me the opportunity to be in the house of God before he called me to the ministry to be, uh, to be familiarized with people that I can definitely call pillars in the church that never turn their back on God, that even in the most despair times of life and in the, the loss of loved ones and the loss of children and the loss of a wife, they kept saying, you keep on keeping on, son. You keep on keeping on. You keep on giving your testimony. You keep on teaching Bible studies. When I consider the saints of old, I thank God for allowing me to be around great men of God and great women of God that have stayed the course. Sister Wetterskog, a mighty woman of God. Some of you didn't get a meter. I feel so, so uh, sad that we did not get any VHS recorders. And some of you may not remember VHS anymore because everything's DVD or, or Netflix and stuff like that. But we should have gotten, we should have recorded her in her blacklight ministry. Just in her ministry alone, she was such an anointed woman of God. Job felt as though he lost it all before God restored him. Amen. Moses found himself on the backside of the Midian desert before becoming first pastor of God's people. Joseph was thrown into a pit before saving God's people. Elijah running from Jezebel and saying, God, take my life before a double portion of his anointing was passed on. Oh, come on, church. I, I, I feel the anointing and the power of God. Amen. Jeremiah wept in a dungeon before restoration came. Paul was knocked off his beast on the road of Damascus and stood up blind before, the, before he would write more than a half of the New Testament. Jesus was struck in a borrowed, or stuck in a borrowed tomb before he would be resurrected and reconcile all mankind. There are great lessons to be learned when we find we are at our lowest state. There are some distinct things that had to happen with those miners that I can see in us when we feel we have been knocked down or feel we are at our lowest. With those trapped miners, there was a purpose to being 2,300 feet below ground for 69 days. The 69 days underground worked to their advantage, not to their determinant. What was viewed as negative would in actuality work to their good. When we are at our lowest state, God is able to work with us and help us shed the things of this world so that we can become truly dependent upon him. Hear me again. I'll say it again. During the hardship of life, that we go through we are able to learn to depend upon the lord sometimes we lean on the wrong things drugs alcohol even people the cap the capsule that would be used in an effort to rescue those miners in chile would have to be limited in its size it was only 21 inches in diameter the miners would have to shed pounds in order to be able to fit in the capsule used to res rescue them. Limited amount of water and food over the course of 69 days caused them to shed some things. 
I remember listening to some of the interviews from the miners in Chile. Some of them said during the interview while they were trapped underground, they met the devil. They did not stop there. They went on to say that they also met the Lord. When, when we are at our lowest state, you better believe that the devil will be there to tempt us. You better believe that's going to be the hour that the devil sweeps in and tries to destroy you and tempt you to walk away from God. But I've come to tell you, God is trying to perfect you in your walk with God. He's trying to perfect you so that you'll be a greater soul winner than I'll ever be. He's trying to perfect you so that you'll stay the course and walk with him. Three of the Chilean miners tested testified that before this experience they did not even believe in God but they came up out of the tomb and now they serve God at our lowest state the devil will talk to you and tell you and take and take matters and ask you to take matters into your own hands Many of folks have, but I've come to tell you, God is trying to protect you. You need to lay the things on the altar that the devil's trying to take you through and cause you to per try to perfect on your own because you won't be able to perfect it unless Christ is in your life. At our lowest state, the devil will tell you that violence is the answer. At our lowest state, the devil will tell you to hate those that hate you. But know this, at our lowest state, God will also speak to us. The Lord, I want to hear his voice. I want to hear the voice in my lowest state. I want to hear him speaking to me. He will remind us that he did not bring us down to destroy us, but to perfect us. At our lowest state, God will meet us in the midst of our prayer. God in, is in the perfecting business. He is, in, is perfecting us in our lowest state. You just have to hold on. You just have to hold on. He is perfecting us to rise up and be the child of God that we can be. He wants you to be the David that slew Goliath. He wants you to be the one who comes, uh, Joseph, that begins with the many coats of collar, that begins to lead people and save people. He is perfecting us to trust in him. He is perfecting us to hear his voice even in the darkest times of our life. While the miners were trapped underground for 69 days, we are told that something had happened to their vision. Hear me. Something happened to their vision by being in the relative dark for so long, it had a negative effect on their eyesight. The process of being underground for so long had caused them to become more sensitive to the light. In order to be res rescued, they were provided with designer sunglasses that they had to wear during the rescue process. After being underground with a lack of natural light, once they were rescued, the light would have an effect on their eyes, and therefore their eyes had to be protected. We see here also that it is at our lowest state that our vision changes people in their lowest state their vision has changed sometimes for the negative sometimes for the good but we see we begin to see in our situation a different our perspective begins to change we walk by faith and not by sight 
We begin to realize that we walk in the spirit realm, that we walk in the power of God, the glory of God. We begin to see God's hand moving and working all around us. And that's when you've got to be able to say, okay, God, I know you're in this. It may not be your will, but it's God's will. God's trying to take you somewhere. God's trying to build you and perfect you to win somebody that needs to hear from you and only you can win them. We begin to see God's hand moving all around us and working all around us. While we are down, we become more sensitive to the light of Christ. This is why the songwriter, Aretha Franklin, I know she was more of a secular singer at one, at, at, in her latter years, but she wrote a song. And in that song, it was walk in the light, beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Oh, shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus is, Jesus is the light of the world. Oh, we shall walk in the light, beautiful light. Come where the dew drops of mercy shine bright. Oh, shine all around us by day and by night. Jesus is, Jesus is the light of the world. Verse 1 says this, no need to worry, no need to fret. All my needs the man named Jesus has met. His love protects me from hurt and from harm. Jesus is, Jesus is the light of the world. Verse 2 says, if, Jesus, if the gospel be hid, it's hid from the lost. My Jesus is waiting to, to, to look past their faults. Arise and shine, your light has come. Jesus is, I know that he is the only light of this world. The background of one of the miners trapped below the surface revealed he had previously been a soccer star. He fell upon hard times and began to make some poor decisions. He found himself at the point in his life where he had left the stardom of the soccer field and had to work in the mines to provide for his family. His situation of working in the mines looked very bleak, but God was doing something in him while he was low. Even in the midst of what appeared to be tragedy, God was working. No matter what it looks like, God is always moving and working. Although we could not see the hand of God, He is moving in your situation. I promise you, God is moving in your situation. Know this, that you must wait. Be still and wait on the Lord. Amen. God is preparing that miner in the midst of his hardship while the world watched. You see, the miner who was a former soccer star would be restored and come out of, the, out that, of that 69-day tomb as a multi-millionaire. Books, deal, book deals, interviews, state and company provisions. God took him to what appeared to be in a, be in a deep, dark place to, and helped restore him. Just when it looks like we are at our lowest point, just when it seemed like we are down for the count, God says, now I will bring you up. I wish everybody would hear me today. God is going to bring you up, amen. But you're going to have to depend on the Lord. God is perfecting us to do his will in us and through us. Just in closing, just when his friend said, Job, surely you have done something wrong. God said, now I will bring you up. The sons you have lost, I will restore. The daughters that you have lost, I will restore. The cattle that you lost, I will restore double. Your health 
that was failing, I will restore. This is the perfecting process. You will get, your, get to your darkest before you get to your brightest. Jesus is taking us through things. He's perfecting us. You must hold on to the hand of God. You must trust the Lord. You must depend on God. We're in these some perilous times. I know it looks crazy right now, but God is still in control. I know the pandemic has been crazy for the church and crazy for people and their walk with God, but I've come to tell you if God's people will stand up, he will have a remnant, amen, and I want to be a part of that remnant that God has prepared. You know, this is the perfecting process. I'm telling you, God is going to restore you. Right before the capsule was sent down to begin lifting those 33 miners from the earth, earth's belly, they were asked, is there anything that you want us to send down to you before we lift you out of the ground? Now, I thought this very interesting in their reply. That they would even, uh, what I really thought was interesting, they would even ask that because my, my interest would be to get out of the ground, out from that bottom of that 2,300. The question to ask these men that have been trapped for 69 days, certainly the trauma that must have come along with the experience, what would you have asked for? I thought their response was very strange at first glance, but these miners asked for some shoe polish. <laughs> They asked for some shoe polish. Their shoes had to have been dusty and dirty all that time down there. Of all the things to ask, you asked for shoe polish. The miners, in essence, were saying they were going to be lifted and rescued with a sense of dignity. Hey, man, come on. I'm telling the church, you need to get up. Stand up for the power of God. Stand up with the perfecting of God power in you and walk with dignity. Walk with the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost in you. I know the world has been watching and praying. I know we have been in the dirt for 69 days. I know that it has been somewhat dark and dusty. But when we rise above the earth, when we rise above the circumstances, when we rise above the predicament, we refuse to look like we have been through it. Ha <laughs> ha. Amen. Many of souls go through some things and they look like they're going through some things. I guess that's why one of my friends called me and said, man, you look, you look like you've been through something. You look exhausted. I don't know what I look like, but to God be the glory. I want to make it in the kingdom of God. We refuse to look like what we have been through. I pray that somebody hears me today. I, I pray that you would refuse to look like you've been through something. I know it's okay to be transparent, but you need to show the glory of God in your walk with God. God is preparing you. He is getting you ready for something big. I've come to preach to somebody. It's time to shine up your shoes and start shouting in this church. Amen. In your home, wherever you are right now. I know it sounds strange. I know it sounds crazy. But I'm telling you, if you would just start shouting and giving God some glory, the power of God would enter into your home, enter into the seats of the church, and into the people and begin to move in your lives. I believe, I believe that God is trying to say something to you. We don't look like, I don't want to look like I've been through something. I want God to have taken me right through it.
God is perfecting us to give us so that we will give praise to him. He's perfecting us so that we will in turn point others to him. We need to let him work in our lives. It's time to let him perfect you and I to prepare us for the kingdom of God, to prepare us for the the souls that need him. Stand with me. Make room in your home. I don't care if it's, if you got to get to the, if you just got to kneel at the coffee table, kneel in your pew, in your, um, your couch, your chair. If you're at the dining room table, the dinette set, I'm asking you to pull your chair out and just get down and reverence the Lord. You know, there's, there's something about reverencing God. When I, that's why the word, why I, I say this all the time, and the word says, we must decrease so he may increase. This, it's important. It shows reverence to a king. And that king is Jesus. He is my king. He is my Lord and my Savior. To the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The one that went to a cross and died for my sins and your sins. Through the trials and the tribulations, I still honor him. Whether I'm still in the valley, I still honor him. No matter what the things that are going on, he's perfecting me so that I might make it into the kingdom of God. I want to be like Job. I don't want to curse him. I don't want to give up on my Lord. I want things to be right. So I'm asking you right now, get on your knees in your, in your home. If you're here in the sanctuary and you don't want to come to the altar, just get down in the, in the pews and begin to pray. Let God know. Lord, I thank you for the perfecting. I thank you for what you're doing in my life. For those of you that have, may not be from around here or, or you're new to our church online, Peter said unto them, when they realized that they had crucified their Messiah, they said, Peter, what is it that we must do? He said unto them, repent and be baptized everyone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And I will fill you with the Holy Ghost. That's the beginning of perfecting. That's the way he begins to perfect you and I. Sin goes away. You repent of your sins. You turn your back on sin. And he fills you with the Holy Ghost. Pray that something was said here today that will encourage you. Worship with us as we sing. Please, I, I beg you to pray. God is trying to perfect us for the kingdom of God. May the Lord richly bless you. God bless.
Mountains bow down.